Good morning, everybody. We have a higher trade in the grain markets here early on Friday morning. Or I'm sorry, Monday morning. I wish it was Friday morning. Uh, December corn futures up two and a half at 539 and a half. November soybeans up 13 and a half cents at 1304 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat up 11 at 739 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat up eight and three quarters at 724 and a half. December spring wheat up six and a half cents at 908 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it, guys. Leave me a review or a rating if you have not already. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel, like these videos, uh, help me out by helping YouTube to spread these videos out, show them to more people. That's the whole goal here is to grow the channel. My grow, my goal is to get to 5,000 subscribers. We uh, need to about double the subscriptions and I think we can do it. So help me out there. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on grain marketing plan in the upper right-hand corner for 49 bucks a month. I've got a really nice subscription service. You get a ton of information from me for $49 a month. I send out a morning email. It goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. I send it out right before I start this live stream. And uh, you'll be made aware of every overnight headline, uh, any sort of grain marketing recommendation that I'm advising, whether it's a cash sale, uh, capture and carry, anything with options, all that sort of stuff. Uh, charts, graphics, weather maps, updates on weather models. Every Monday morning, I send out what I call my fund tracker charts. And uh, I essentially give you the lay of the land in terms of how the funds are positioned in the market. Um, any sort of consulting that you might need. My subscriber-only videos are included in this. 49 bucks a month, guys. Cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. I promise I won't try to sell you anything else. Um, certainly check this deal out. So we had kind of a nasty sell-off in the markets on Friday, and I think that one of the main issues here were these rumors regarding biofuels. Uh, there were two different news outlets, both Reuters and Bloomberg, reporting on Friday that the EPA would recommend to the White House reduced biofuel blending mandates for 2021. And there are very few details here. These are uh, the news wires citing unnamed sources, essentially. But typically, I, I would probably make the argument that Reuters and Bloomberg are pretty accurate when it comes to this stuff. So those initial rumors of lower 2021 uh, biofuel numbers, uh, I think probably had something to do with the weakness. And, and I had heard chatter about that on Thursday into Friday morning. And then we saw some newswire reports uh, during the day on Friday. Then after the markets closed on Friday, it got a little bit more interesting because Reuters kind of updated their story. They said that for 2022, uh, that the EPA at the same time would recommend for 2022 uh, higher blending requirements than both 2020 and 2021. So you're in a situation now where uh, maybe lower for 2021, but higher for 2022, and we have no idea or details regarding the actual numbers here. So details are severely lacking. Um, I assume we'll find out more this week, uh, assuming that this is is based in reality. Um, I, I don't think this is, is fiction. I think there's something to it. Uh, we'll probably hear more about it uh, this week. So this is a story that we will have to keep an eye on, certainly. Pro Farmer released national yield estimates on Friday following their crop tour. The group pegged the national corn yield at 177 and the crop at 15.116 billion. Soybean yield pegged at 51.2. The crop was pegged at 4.436 billion. Uh, the pro farmer tour estimates uh, came in high relative to the most recent USDA report. And uh, there are some people out there who are spreading uh, talk that there's some sort of uh, manipulation at play here, that pro farmer is, is in some sort of conspiracy to send prices lower. Uh, first of all, no, that's, that's not true. Um, that's, 
there is no conspiracy here, guys. As a matter of fact, when you go through the history of the tour, the tour is a lot more likely to issue corn and soybean yield estimates that are below USDA's final number. Uh, you go back over the last 15 years, it's it's actually pretty lopsided. Pro Farmer comes in lower than USDA's final numbers uh, in the majority of years. This is uh, one of the the few years that they've been above or or sharply above. Uh, USDA's final numbers. And we don't know what the final numbers are here yet. But guys, no, there, there is not any any conspiracy or intention of manipulation or anything like that. Um, this is These are private estimates. There are a lot of private estimates out there. To be perfectly honest with you, I don't know if any of the private estimates really do a whole lot to move to, to move the markets. Um, these This is a, a group of crop scouts. They go out, they scout fields, and they show you the results. And that's the deal, guys. There's nothing more to it than that. This is not that complicated. Uh, parts of North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, and Iowa caught uh, rains over the weekend. Um, wasn't really too bad of a weekend in regard to rainfall. The question here, I guess, is, you know, was this stuff too little, too late? And and for which crops? For the corn crop, if you were in an area with severe drought, it's too little, too late. Um, soybean crop, uh if you were in an area that was still holding together, this stuff could have been very helpful. You look at North Dakota, you look at the eastern part of South Dakota, southern Minnesota, Iowa did pretty good here um, over the last, this is the last 72 hours on my screen here. Here's the next seven days and more rain is expected for uh, Minnesota, for northern Iowa, for the eastern part of the Dakotas. So this is uh, could be a game changer for the bean crop in, in some of these areas, certainly not all of these areas. If you were in an area with really severe drought, I don't know that this helps you a whole lot. We are going to see some temperatures that are way above normal here uh, average temperature versus normal in the next seven days in uh, almost all of Iowa eastern Nebraska and Kansas you're going to see temperatures 10 to 12 degrees above normal on average over the next seven days you're going to have some days in, in the mid to even upper 90s I think in parts of, of Iowa eastern Nebraska and Kansas so certainly uh, something to be aware of there Fund traders remain long the grain markets, although there in all likelihood was some selling pressure uh, late last week and they probably liquidated some. But at Friday's close, uh, private groups or, or traders are estimating that funds were uh, still net long, 239,000 contracts of corn. That's futures only. Uh, funds have reduced length in the soybean market substantially, probably still long, about 57,000 contracts at Friday's close. Funds uh, likely still a small net long in the SRW wheat market. Uh, remember, guys, with the CFTC reports, when they issue the report on Friday, that data is accurate as of the prior Tuesday. So um, a lot of times we'll pay attention to uh, the estimates from traders that float around to kind of give us an idea as to where the funds stand in real time because that CFTC data is three days old by the time it comes out. August grain options expire on Friday. Make sure you take a look at any remaining open positions uh, that you have. We had a cattle on feed report out yesterday or on, on Friday, I'm sorry. And um, I'm not going to say it was bullish or bearish. I'd probably call it more of a neutral affair. The cattle on feed number came in about as expected at 98%. Placements may be a little bit lighter than expected at 92 and marketings may be a little bit lower than expected at 95 and a half. So I don't think this is, is really bullish or bearish one way or the other. Uh, cash cattle last week uh, was 120 to 128. Most of the business in the north, 127, south at 122. In the outside markets here this morning, U.S. dollars lower. Stock market is higher. The S&P is up 17. The Dow is up 160. Uh, the bonds are down. Um, precious metals are mixed. Crude oil is up $2, 64.14. Uh, everyone have a wonderful day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.